0: welcome everybody my name is alexander greb i am the custom advisory lead s4hana strategy at sap and you're listening to the sap experts podcast change has always been part of business but today's environment means we need to deal with change both good and bad faster than ever before In the last 10 months, we all learned again that only companies that adapt quickly will thrive. You need to work more agile, more intelligently, more efficiently to point out new ways. And doing so takes more than just a technical migration to the cloud or a lean conversion of your ECC system to S4HANA. A holistic business transformation is about changing the whole culture and mindset of an enterprise. It's about redesigning your business processes. It's about adopting new technologies to unlock new ways of running your business and stay ahead of your competitors. And as a listener to this podcast, you know, it's not about continuing doing the things you did all the time just a bit better, but being able to do things you were not able to do before. To truly transform your business at your speed and terms, you need more than just infrastructure service or software as a service. You need a holistic offering. What you really need is Business Transformation as a Service. Rise with SAP is SAP's new 2021 All-In Strategy, an offer that packages the most important elements for your digital journey. It is aiming to bring together everything you need to transform your business in the way that works best for you. I'm thrilled to welcome back again Dr. Uwe Grigoleit, Senior Vice President and Head of Go-To Market at SAP, who will explain the content and background of SAP's strategy and discusses the customer benefits and why this strategy is also a great thing for our partner community. We give you the details here at the SAP Experts Podcast. Welcome, Uwe. Hi, Alexander. Before we take a look into SAP's major strategic initiative of 2021, let's start with a small recap, because it's been almost one year and a half since I had the pleasure to welcome you on this podcast for the last time. And lots lots of things have happened in the meantime. So what would you say were your major learnings in the last 18 months?
1: As you said, I mean, this has been really extremely interesting 18 months, also challenging 18 months for all of us, uh, um, not only in, in a business sense, but also personally. Um, but uh, if we look at the top three learnings, I mean, uh, one thing that we can definitely say is that um, the ERP uh, workload is moving to the cloud. And this, this, uh, this shift has started already before this 18 months, but it has been definitely fundamentally accelerated by the whole pandemic. Um, so, um, uh, companies, uh, are, um, having struggle with their, with their own business model even. And, um, so this is why they're really looking in offloading, um, their, um, on-premise workloads into the cloud. Um, they're looking in getting, uh, CapEx investments, uh, to OPEx. And, um, they're also looking into standardization along with that. So that's, uh, this move to the cloud is first and foremost topic for me that really has been, um, become obvious now. Um, The second thing is, um, I mean, when we were talking about intelligent enterprise, we were always talking about flexibility, agility of the enterprise. And um, this is, again, something that now um, came extremely obvious, especially with the lockdowns beginning of last year, um, because uh, um, all all of a sudden a supplier I had in country, whatever, X, Y, Z, couldn't deliver anymore because the border was closed. Nobody was uh, really um, um, used to things like that happening uh, at all, right? So um, this whole topic of agility, but also resiliency um, uh, for uh, to be able to react on um, such elements, I, I, this is really um, something that uh, became extremely prominent. This is also why we have seen um, that um, um, all of our solutions in digital supply chain um, were um, demanded quite extensively. right? And um, then the, the third element that I would see is, I mean, uh, we all see, we from SAP, but also, of course, the whole economic um, is seeing due to the pandemic, a, um, um, of course, an econo- economic downturn, also an uncertainty in terms of the future, because nobody knows uh, how long the future mm-hmm. lockdowns will take and uh, what really that means then for my um, specific business. And this is why customers would like to really have shorter projects and they would like to have predictable costs right um, in the in the i mean 2 years ago 3 years ago there was a more um, also the openness to say okay let's invest into a transformation and yes this transformation takes maybe several years but uh, we will do this right and um, with the pandemic more and more companies are really looking for a rather a short and mid-term horizon, horizon than a long-term horizon and they would like to have predictability because in today's um, situation um, they cannot really get huge, huge investments from their from their uh, board. So, what you
0: say now re- reflects what I also got a lot of from from customers who stress the image like boom times quite often are not the best times for innovation because you're not forced sometimes for innovation. Mm. Um, crisis like what we have now, pandemics, war, etc., have always been in the past, the times where things really were changing fastly and, and easy. So when we, talk about the new realities. And um, one of our big topics today is uh, what we call the rise with SAP. It's a little bit maybe a name or wording you have to get used to, but it's what I would call the major strategic initiative of SAP at 2021. We also have to talk now a little bit into the past because the moment we released this episode, Christian Klein has introduced this initiative to the market. It's called, like I said, RISE with SAP. Before we talk about what RISE really is, what are the realities that made this kind of initiative we're going to talk about necessary?
1: Um, I mean, we have been talking about the... um, um um, the change in business and the uncertainty and also the disruption um, also the crisis is bringing to our customers and this is at the end the realities that we are um, that we are seeing and that uh, this is also driving um, the rise topic uh, because we are seeing that as you said I mean uh, uh, boom times are not triggering transformations but crises are um, our customers have to become digital businesses and um, this crisis has definitely um, accelerated that uh, that path. Um, And we think that uh, um, the intelligent enterprise suite um, from from an SAP side, um, that is our target architecture our customers um, should go to, um, to really become uh, an agile and a flexible enterprise and um uh, but of course they are um now asking how they can uh, how they can get there right so they are um, uncertain what uh, what would be the te- steps what would be the, uh, the needed elements they have to do um to really um, um get into the um, uh, get into this new reality and this is basically what rise uh, is about and uh, this is uh, this is why i would even say that the um, the announcement that uh, christian um and then has done on the 27th of uh, January is really um, one of the most important announcements of SAP because it's all, also um, uh, um, changing the, the perspective SAP has on this whole topic, right? Because uh, in the past, we were mainly announcing products. We were just yeah. saying, okay, now we have a new S4 version, now we have a new version of our success factor solution, and so on and so forth. Uh, With RISE, with SAP, we are changing a little bit the perspective. We are not only um, launching a product, we are launching a set of services that um, in this business transformation as a service uh, um, idea is really um, taking the customer by the hand and taking the customer to uh, uh, to the necessary steps to become an intelligent enterprise and um, is also then ensuring that along that roadmap along that steps to the intelligent enterprise um the customers can can take some uh, benefits already we will see it when we talk about the uh, the components of rising
0: so it's it's not something of a what you may call it at the beginning before you um before you spend time with that, with that initiative that you say, okay, maybe this is just something of a sales initiative. It's it is a change of perspective. So SAP, as far as I've understood, is moving finally. Um, away a little bit from or maybe a bit more from it's always solution and products minded approach which um, has to led to of course we know difficulties in the past where customers think and 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 talk about their situations and we talk about products which is sometimes two different languages that do not match really um when, when when you say we are changing the perspective does this also mean like not just products but also way we approach the results and the benefits the products can give us like for example um we are not making you just an intelligent enterprise like we've already say like three years ago but what we know um we we had it with with bad tools in last episodes um schools I think are full of intelligent children. But if you realize this kind of intelligence, if you make something out of it, it's a completely different game. Um, With that bundling, we will talk about now. Do you think now that this kind of approach and this kind of mindset change also Mm -hmm. will affect the way customers start to think about our solutions?
1: Uh, we hope it does because uh, I mean, if we look a little bit at the bundling, if we look look a little bit at what is part of um, of rise with SAP, right? Um, let's lay, really start with the business process intelligence we are putting into it, right? Because uh, I mean, um, we we are trying to change also the way how customers are looking at uh, at their today's enterprise by by saying, okay, um, use the business process intelligence, the the reports that we are having there. Um, to first and foremost uh, look at your processes, um, benchmark them with, with their competition, uh, see where you are better than they they, uh, uh, they are, um, see where you can improve as a business, see where you differentiate, versus see where um, you're just having another commodity element, and um, but uh, um, also with RISE, it is important that this business process intelligence is now then with that offering, not only a first step that is then creating the initial business case for S4HANA, but it is an ongoing element that keeps in this uh, offering and that customers then, uh, once they took the first step along the RISE with SAP journey, um, they will then continuously use the tools in our business process, elege- business process intelligence um to continuously improve how they are um how they are running their businesses, right? and this is exactly where i think um, um we are really turning the needle, right? Um, because we also know it from i, I know it from an, from a customer engagement i had in apj um, um even uh, the year before last already uh, um and i then had a management board meeting uh, beginning of last year, um one of my last travels uh, to the apj <laughs> region before the lockdown. and in that management meeting um, um, the uh, I mean the customer said I mean yeah we don't see really the case for S4 we think we are we are um, we're very well underway with how we are driving our business today and we were exactly taking such a business process intelligence report to that customer and um, uh, we said okay then in that meeting I, I pulled up that report and I said okay look we we looked at your processes and uh, interestingly we we found a few areas just by t- uh, um, automatically looking at it where we can identify already revenue potentials. And that was really opening the eyes of the, of the management team there, um, where then all out of a the sudden they said, hmm, okay, maybe it's really something we have to look at. And um, good, good end of the story, uh, end of last year, um, that customer closed a big S4HANA transaction. Mm-hmm. With us, right? So this is why we think this different view um, uh, or starting point, how to, how to look at today's situation, this is also um, uh, what is so important in that context.
0: So, what is RISE all about? Can you define it in a single sentence? Is that possible?
1: My single sentence would be RISE is a concierge service for our customers to the cloud. It's the answer how they can become an intelligent enterprise. So, SAP offers the customer
0: to take him by the hand?
1: Exactly,
0: exactly. Bring him from his situation where he has a lot of questions like, okay, I have now these kinds of new technologies, I have cloud, I have the kind of transition method, and we take him by the hand and deliver him the answers and show him the way and and him and, and on the way until he is able to leverage all these kinds of technologies.
1: Yeah, Exactly. And this is why when we're looking at at, at the RISE components, right, and mm-hmm. this is also what makes it different to the um, former pure S4HANA centric go-to-market that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking at this RISE component, it's not only S4HANA cloud, right? Um, it, it is, of course, S4HANA cloud, public or private, as the Um, ultimate destination for their core ERP application. That is clear because that is our um, flagship application that is still also the center of our intelligent Mm -hmm. enterprise suite offering. So that is clear that at one point in time, that is uh, is also uh, has to be part um, of the roadmap. But if we are looking at the other elements that are part of it, the business technology platform, right? Um, that is a very important element because we are saying To become an intelligent enterprise and to really uh, also get more agility and flexibility into your business. It's not only always the first step, maybe, to go to S4. Maybe the first step is to use the business technology platform to um flexibilize and uh, uh and harmonize the um uh, the custom developments uh, that you are having as a customer to reduce the core already and then as a second step um taking it um to s4 right so this is why a uh, business technology platform also for um um for the integration to other components also non sap solutions um that is so important and this is why that is also part of the um uh, part of the bundle Also, the net. I mean, we also made a network starter package, uh, including the Ariba network, asset intelligence network, and logistical business network into the RISE offering as well. Why is that important? Um, Especially the pandemic has shown that um, collaborative scenarios between companies being able to change the supply. on the fly or as uh, as uh, agile as possible, uh, um, uh, this is something that uh, is more and more important for our customers. And this is why uh, we think um, it is again not enough to um, to renovate a core as a customer. It is also um, important to really change the way how to interact uh, with the uh, w- with the other companies uh, you're dr- you're doing your business with or you need in your own supply chain. And this is why um, <clears throat> uh, we said uh, we we are including this uh, business network starter packages um, uh, with um, 200,000 transactions on the Arriba network and a uh, uh, number of assets and uh, in the uh, logistical and um, asset intelligence network. So, um, to, to, so that customers can really uh, can really um, uh, um, uh, collaborate differently here. Um, of course on a pure um, operational view, custom code analyzer, readiness check. Um, uh, these are tools known, hopefully, yep. to a lot of our customers as well, but also bundled into this offering because, as I said at the beginning in the one-term sentence, uh, a one-sentence uh, description, um, it is the how to become the intelligent enterprise. It's this taking by the hand, and this is why um, uh, we also are making these elements part of it. Um, to, to double down on that aspect, learning hub. Right, Um, we made it a little bit as an optional component for for Rise because some of our customers have Learning Hub already. This is why we didn't bundle it fixed into this offering. But the default offering comes with with a Learning Hub. Why that? um, We have seen that um, 80% of our projects where customers invested into learning, into enablement of their people at the beginning of the project have been more successful uh, uh, and have been shorter than the the rest of the project. So 80% um, uh, um, success rate there. And this is why we think this uh, this whole um, notion of taking your your people, taking your company with you on this transformational journey to S4 is so important. And this is why um, we also have um, have included the learning map. And then last but not least, uh, maybe we will come to partner to the partner view as well in a more detail uh, later. But um, I mean, at the end, this RISE offering as a foundation from our side is of course then always completed by a full set of transformational services, of the implementation services, of the value-add services that our partner ecosystem is on, de- delivering on top of that. So
0: as far as I smell the flavors of all of this there is and which is what I really like that big flavor of we deliver the technology but in the past of course we always had a bit let's say the open side or the the gap that in the end it was part of the partner or the adopter to leverage these kinds of benefits because Mm -hmm. for example the the more you treat it as a technical initiative the more you just just seen as a let's say technical discussion the higher of course it was the danger that you do not leverage fully the benefits that you have in the end in the worst case it could be like and we have to be very clear about this that you are on s4hana but it still looked like ECC because you just did a lean conversion. By this kind of, 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 let's say, one-stop package, um, you are you really get all the ingredients that you need to be able to leverage these kind of benefits. You have the business technology platform, which enables you to leverage individuality within the cloud without the backsides that individuality can give you from a, let's say, um, maintenance or operation perspective. You get the business process intelligence. So this is the challenging part, which challenges you on a day-to-day basis to become better. Mm -hmm. to not rest but become better. We have the business network flavor in it, which makes you more resilient. So, um, and this is, of course, and I think we we have not yet uh, fully pointed it out. Um, It's not like a contract which has 1,500 pages because you basically have to price each element of this, but it is one price. It is one contract
1: yeah and that is that is i think what makes uh, um, the um this bundling so um, important and also so so attractive um to our customers right because um i mean what we mm, um what we um would like to step away from there is the um the notion of um yeah kind of you call it always nickel and dime your customer right so um because the customers that with us uh, that went with us onto the um, transformation journey they were of course also complaining that yes now we have subscribed as for hana cloud public or private whatever it be um, um, but now also of course we would like to um, uh, um, uh, change the way how we are running um, how we are running integration and extension so we are going to the business technology platform so there was an additional charge then for the respective services of the technology platform and uh, now we would like to um, even lo- look a little bit into business process intelligence. So they had to purchase also additional solutions from SAP. Right, and this is the um, this is really the change here that uh, we are saying, okay, let's. Uh, and by the way, the um, without increasing the price of the um, S/4HANA cloud offering, which is the the, the center of the uh, of, of rise with SAP, here still. Um, so without increasing that price, we're including um, specific uh, amount of. Uh, Um, business technology platform network BPI already so that um, for the same price they uh, basically paid before customers are getting um, all of these uh, elements already that they need to really lay the foundation to become an intelligent enterprise right and that's really um, uh, really the difference uh, in the um, also in our customer interaction that we are seeing now with rise with SAP. Mm. Since
0: since the name rise of course is a very spectacular name it's very loud it's very noisy sometimes maybe too noisy in a certain way because I think there is one element in that package or in that whole initiative which is a little bit threaded almost to be become a little bit like over noise by that name it is that the private cloud that we have in there Mm -hmm. is not really the private cloud that we've known in the last year for example Some things have changed there. Can you point this out?
1: Yeah, um, exactly. And and I would even, uh, maybe before I'm going uh, down that path, I would even point out that um, the private cloud that is part of the the RISE offering, our new private cloud offering Mm -hmm. um, for S4, is a private cloud or a private edition, I would uh, rather prefer to call it, that... A lot of the analysts we are talking to and we are explaining what, what it is are saying hmm, this is public cloud for me right um because uh, um, this new private cloud offering um is uh, is running on, on on public cloud infrastructure um we are even uh, um and this is already then um, showing some of the differences already this is even an offering that uh, where we are doing technical upgrades if a customer wants one time uh, one one time a year right um, and um, so um, a lot of the analysts we are talking to, we have been talking to and we have been explaining it to, they were saying, oh, this is for us a, a public cloud uh, public cloud solution that you're offering here. Yes, customer has a private edition because they mm-hmm. have a dedicated instance. Uh, but other than that, um, that uh, um, fulfills all of the requirements um, of a public cloud edition. Um, if we look at offerings that we had uh, had uh, um, as well before, like S4HANA Cloud Extended, um that was that that is also still an offering that we are having um on our um on our um uh, price list um uh, it's an offering that will more evolve to uh, in our today's planning into an offering for regulated industries right because it's looking at this uh, one upgrade per year and so on and so forth but if we are looking at that offering, um, it was uh, mandating a few things um, that was making it a little bit difficult for customers to, um, uh, to 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 go to it. And one of the elements was that we um, really strictly have forbidden any modifications in the in, in that offering, right? Because we had this mandatory upgrade one uh, uh, one time a year, right? And and that's really something where we changed now with the private cloud offering. We are saying we're taking all of this public cloud elements also of the S4HANA Cloud Extended. Um, But um, as we know that customers are coming from a complex uh, enterprise, we are allowing them to migrate their ECC system into our um, uh, our S4HANA private cloud offering now and to take potential modifications with them first But then, of course, and then especially now with Rise and the BTP offering being part of it, we are then working with them together with our partners to move, of course, these modifications to cloud compatible extensions using the business technology platform down the line, right? But we are not, uh, we are, we are removing that hurdle, that uh, restriction from the first step. And this is again why we think it's really a taking by the hand for the customer, because um, that was a feedback we received from our customers that they are saying this is really a big, big threat um, for us to really adopt uh, uh, adopt that uh, um, that model. Same applies. Like for the modification, applies a little bit as well for the um, uh, for partner add-ons, right? Because that was another restriction we had on the um, on the extended side, uh, where we said it's only a limited set of very of thirty uh, especially certified uh, partner add-ons that are available here. On the private cloud side, we are a lot more flexible on that side.
0: But but with that sentence, you really shattered one of the major showstoppers that a lot of customers had with a a cloud deployment of the erp because okay you had in the beginning if you look a little bit back you had this this safety the security discussion yeah is is my data safe and my system safe in the cloud i think this is something we are we're over it since since three years but then still you had of course the, the scope discussion which was on a public if you look for a public deployment was also a quite often a, a problem for especially producing companies who are <laughs> very relying on that kind of, of differentiating processes yeah where public cloud always had because of the let's say the standard a little bit of a disadvantage. but um, still the big topic for many, especially bigger companies who are who have something of a of a legacy who have to have to bring their um, their processes with with them. Not being able to migrate into the cloud, because a, a cloud project always was a greenfield in the past, not being able to migrate into the cloud was a showstopper for them. Because they said, it, it's not mm-hmm. this time to really start from zero again. This has changed now. Now, and this is, I think, a very strong message. Now you can migrate into the cloud. Question mark?
1: Yes. Yes. exactly, Um, that is the the major topic. Um, Yeah, we are allowing this migration uh, into the cloud. Um, uh, And I I can even um, say, um, but, but in a a positive sense, Mm -hmm. um, we are doing that um, while keeping a cloud optimized reference architecture on our side. Mm -hmm. Because that migration into the cloud, if we look at our um, classical HANA enterprise cloud uh, um, offering, it is of course, technically, it has been technically possible as well already in the past, right? But in the past, it was technically possible with two main differences. first difference is um, uh, we were just, um, HANA Enterprise Cloud was, so to say, just just a hosting service. So uh, um, all discussion with the customer was a technical one. We had to understand how many servers they need of which size and so on and so forth. Um, That made uh, the whole interaction very complex for us and for the customers, and uh, um, so difficult, uh, difficult to sell, right? Um, and then at the end, it was the result was basically nothing else than we were taking the system of the customer and we just we were just running it for the customer, but in the same type of uh, uh, um, uh, system setup. What we are differently doing with uh, with the private cloud edition as part of the Rise Private offering here is that, um, um, yes, we are allowing that migration still with all the advantages we discussed, but the, uh, we, are, we are doing that migration into an architecture that we have uh, um, optimized for, um, based on our public cloud uh, um, S4HANA knowledge, right? And um this new, archi- this new uh, um, architecture in the private cloud is uh, is of course and directly connected to the BTP. It has all elements already, um, how we can better scale and uh, um, uh, and, and flexible enhance um, uh, that system, right. And that's the fundamental difference um, uh, on the um, on the outcome side for the customer um, from the classical HANA Enterprise Cloud business, mm-hmm. right? It's not only that it's uh, easier, for us and the customer to interact and to contract and not so many things to consider. Um, it is also that the result is something that is um, really a public cloud, right? Of course, yeah. in a private setup for the customer, but it is a public cloud um, architecture-based setup.
0: So you cannot say like, ah, this is, is, is this kind of private cloud so much different than what we know since 20 years as hosting services yeah. or outsourcing services? Yes, now there is a huge difference
1: in it. Exactly, and also if we look at just if we look at uh, innovations, right? Um, I mean, uh, all of our future innovations um, in, in in S4, of course, we are we are developing cloud native, right? And um, the way how a customer receives our S4hana Private Cloud edition, um, uh, they, it is made for um, being able to consume all of these future innovations as well, right? And that is is also one of the fundamental differences to a classical hosting scenario. In a hosting scenario, I'm still keeping my system as it is. And um, then, of course, I have to identify how, for instance, future innovations from SAP, I can connect to the system, and I can integrate into my processes. The way how we are setting up the private cloud environment here is uh, it is uh, made for being able to consume all of this future innovation. So and and this is I think very important because why are customers moving to the cloud? Yes, TCO reduction and moving capex to opex as we also discussed at the beginning. I mean that's that's also something of course that is uh, that is one driver. But another driver is that they would like to innovate faster than they have been uh, in the in the classical on-premise world because uh, some of them uh, have never really an, uh, implemented an enhancement package in the on-premise world and um, this is how they really do the um, erp as they uh, implemented it maybe five or seven or ten years back and that is really the change when even when they're going now to the private cloud in the public cloud they're getting these innovations uh, proactively pushed into the system um, every quarter in the future even every month with our monthly monthly feature delivery Um, but in the private cloud Um, They're not getting it proactively pushed, but they're still getting it. uh, They they still can consume it uh, because of the um, reference architecture we are building the system up in. And um, I think that is uh, also one fundamental um, value that comes with that uh, uh, new private cloud compared to a classical hosting, but also compared to just go to the hyperscaler with an ECC system, which is something that a lot of our customers are considering as well.
0: So basically, we could now say that this kind of cloud is for everyone.
1: Exactly, it is. It is really. Um, we we really um, made sure that uh, with 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 this um, cloud offering, uh, we can really um, uh, um, address uh, um, all of our all of our customers, all of our ECC installed base. Um, we can also have it as an interesting um, next step for customers that early on adopted S4HANA on-premise. Right? Uh, I mean, we launched the product 2015, so we have some customers on it already uh, four to um, five years. And they, of course, are now interested in taking the next step. It's a very interesting offering um, for those uh, S4 HANA, early S4HANA on-premise customers um, that instead of doing an on-premise, upgrade now um, which is typically then um, on their schedule um, moving to the private cloud and uh, really getting into this uh, into all of these benefits that we just uh, um, talked about and um, of course it is also um, uh, like our public cloud a very interesting offering for um, uh, for even for net new names in industries in scenarios that we cannot um, serve in our public uh, cloud yet right so Um, um, because uh, if we are looking at, um, for instance, regulated industries, if we are looking at, um, uh, um, for instance, banking insurance um, companies, uh, um, um, this is something that uh, can be a very interesting solution for them, um, even if they are uh, taking their first steps into an SAP environment.
0: In combination with RISE and PCE and all these kinds of wordings, there's something new or some kind of new wording is also um coming up it's called lift and shift Mm -hmm. as a kind of approach to pce can you elaborate on that
1: yeah it's it's a good segue um to the also question before where you said okay is this now an offering Mm -hmm. for all of our customers and i said yes (laughs) it is (laughs) and um this is why we also then need this lift and shift Why, why why that Um, um, If we are looking at our complex customers, they're having not only one one ECC system, but they're having uh, um, 10, 50, or some of our customers have even 100 or 200 ECC systems. Then, of course, they cannot move all of these ECC systems uh, at once and in one step uh, to S4. Um, No matter how good our migration factories and the migration factories of our partners are, And how good our um, um, transformation and code analyzer um, uh, services are right so these are very complex landscapes these are sometimes also very complex systems as such and um, of course these customers are coming to us and saying it is really uh, we would like to move that system to s4 but it will be a two or three or four years project Mm -hmm. right um, and um, they're also saying that some of these ECC systems that we're having today in our 50, 100 system landscape, we may need for the next two to three years along with our move to S4 overall. But then once we are on S4 with with our with the rest of our landscape, we can turn down these systems. Right. And for those two scenarios, we said, OK, we need a solution. Because if we would tell these customers, OK, um, uh, the rise with SAP, yeah, that uh, the first step is always move to S4, so we cannot take you by the hand, then we wouldn't have an answer for all customers. So this is why we have this lift and shift uh, um, uh, offering where we are saying, okay, for those very complex scenarios, we also um, can have a rise with SAP um, uh, um, um, solution where as a first step, we are just taking your ECC system into our private cloud. We are, of course, moving it to HANA along that way. We are taking it into our private cloud, and then uh, um, uh, we are um, working with you to, um, um, to reduce the core, to standardize the, uh, that ECC core, to make it ready to take the next step. And this is then the shift uh, to s And this is why it's always a lift and shift. Right. It is, it's, it's, it's no, by no way an idea that this will be a a, a lift only Um, because uh, at the end, we, of course, will take our customers um, to the S4 um, end state. But we are um, realizing the fact that uh, not every customer can do this really as a very first step and right at the beginning of the transformational program. And of course, for me, as I mean, as I'm owning S4 from a go to market perspective, it was, of course, um quite a little bit of a hard um uh um, uh, yeah. topic to swallow, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, uh, that we are now um, even saying, okay, I mean, uh, S4 is not maybe always the first step. But I mm-hmm. think it's also a good signal that SAP, um, as, as we also discussed at the beginning with our rise of offering, SAP has really um, changed its perspective here, right? We are really looking at uh, w- what is it really that our customers need to be successful mm-hmm. and uh, not only looking at our products and uh, the number of uh, uh for instance, conversions we are having to that product, right? We are we are um, removing a little bit that um, that priority and saying, okay, let's really um, see how we can really help our customers to become a different business, to become an intelligent enterprise. And if and, and we also um, saying that maybe not always the very first step on that journey is the move to S4. Maybe the um, the first step is to move to a cloud environment with the do some innovations from the edges with BTP with the networks, and then take the uh, they take the core to the S four um, as the second step.
0: You're absolutely right. Because on the one hand, same with me, it's at first when you look at it, a bit hard to swallow because you have maybe a bit the. Um, you you may be afraid that um, this can be for if if you don't have the discipline to say like okay this is just the first step the lift is just let's let's say it it's a purpose it's not a benefit no. we do this to to mitigate risk to to be faster to make it easier but the benefit comes in the second step it's, it's the same like when you do something of a lean conversion yeah you are maybe then on a different platform but you do not use anything of the benefits and, and of, of the innovation. So if, if if we are disciplined and if this is very clear for everybody, be it a consultant or be it a partner that, like you said, it's lift and in capital letters, shift, <laughs> um, then this is uh, really quite quite a problem solver for especially our customers who, who are with us for a long time, who have spent lots of um, time and effort to, to um, individualize their systems. Talking about partners, of course, this has a huge effect on them. The question, of course, partners after this kind of um, um, introduction by Christian is, of course, okay, what does this mean for us, or how should we position us concerning RISE? What yeah. would be your um, recommendation concerning that?
1: I mean um first of all uh, before coming to the recommendation first of all um uh, an important message also um, to our partners is that um I mean rise with sap is an offering that is uh putting the customer first of course as we discussed in all of these uh, in all of our uh, um, uh, talk today um but it also puts the partner at the center right um, because uh, the rise with SAP offering that we are um, that we are um, launching as SAP is only complete for the customer if it is accompanied by um, the respective transformational implementation optimization services, the high value add services from the partners, and as such it is addressing basically two aspects here. It is addressing, of course. Uh, the customer and what the customer needs to really become an intelligent enterprise. But it's also addressing a um, concern of our partners that are saying if you, SAP, are moving more and more to the cloud, our share in this whole engagement with the customer is getting smaller and smaller. Because, yeah, some of our uh, partners are having um, hosting services that are, of course, falling apart once the customer is moving um, to a public cloud. Um, uh, because uh, <laughs> that is part of the public cloud solution. Um, yes, um, our partners are um, earning a lot of money today with long implementation projects, on-premise implementation projects at our customers. This is, of course, as we discussed also at the beginning, customers are now looking for smaller, um, shorter projects for, um, uh, uh, for standardization in the cloud. So these two elements are going away. But on the other hand, we are seeing a lot of high value elements are coming on top now for our, for our partners um, that they can engage on with our partners, uh, with our customers. And this is why um, the, um, this RISE offering is also um, very well perceived now by our partners. Because they see that the way how we have built it, yes, we have built everything into it that makes it a complete offering for business transformation as a service from our side. And uh, um, that really takes our customers to the cloud, but it is built in a way that, on top of it, um, uh, a lot of additional value add and also high uh, profitable, highly profitable services uh, will be added from our partner ecosystem to really make it uh, make it a full transformational services uh, service to our um, uh, to our customers. And um, uh, this is really um, uh, what is uh, what is making it very interesting for the customer. This is uh, for the partners, and this is why um, uh, we also think that our partners should jump onto it. And I mean, if we're looking at the feedback that we received from all of our partners that we um, engaged with early on before um, uh, the launch, but also now along with the launch, um, we're also seeing that the partners are really seeing that opportunity for themselves as well. Because at the end, I mean, if we are looking also at the announcement that we did um, end of last year, um, uh, at the end of uh, um, Q3, that also um, uh, caused quite a lot of market reaction, right? Where we are saying this is now a big shift uh, to the cloud. The, um, if you're looking at the details of the announcement, and for instance, if you're looking at the um, at the revenue ambition, 22 billion uh, um, cloud revenue by 2025, this is what we communicated uh, in in that announcement. Our partners also understood what that means. That means that um, the move of our installed base to the cloud, to S four, to our new rise with SAP offering, is will be accelerated. Uh, uh, um, really extensively over the next uh, years. And that is of course a huge, huge business potential that is now um, um, out there for our partners because uh, without that announcement and without that big shift to the cloud and the acceleration of the move to the intelligent enterprise, um, I I think the move of our customers would have been spread more and more out into uh, into a later uh, period of time. But now, um, really, an ex- uh, fundamental acceleration is happening. And that's, of course, also a big, big opportunity for our partners to jump on. And
0: if I may, may add something, I think what, what comes out really clearly out of this kind of initiative is that, especially for our partner ecosystem, um, it, it shows the direction in which kind partners should develop themselves if they are not yet there. It's not about being something of a technical executor of a, of the customer, like customer says, partner, please do this for me or this kind of project and the partner does mm-hmm. it, but become a partner, become a challenger who is challenging the customer to become better, who is doing sparring and uh, is becoming more of a value enabler than of a technical executor um, that we, of course, have seen a lot of in the past. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And I would I mean, I'm i am sometimes using the term um, um, they should become a business transformation coach for the customer. Right. And uh, and uh, this is uh, this is a transformation, of course, that um, our partners um, have to do. Um, but uh, I think if they do that, then we are coming back also to the to our term of the concierge service uh, um, to the cloud that uh, the rise with SAP offering is. Um, I think then um, our partners and us, we together, we can really um, be these concierges uh, that are taking our customer by the hand, that are um, like a concierge uh, in a hotel, are uh, um, uh, telling them what is not only a, a possible restaurant to go to, but what's the best restaurant. Uh, to go to that is nearby and that are then also helping them how to get there and uh, um, are reserving the seat at a very good table uh, so that when I'm coming there, um, I, I don't have to bother anymore on where to sit. Um, right So this is why we are having this uh, analogy of the concierge service. Um, that uh, uh, and if uh, our partners understand this and as i said most of our partners are really um, uh, excited now on this new offering because they understood that in in this um, collaboration between them and us uh, we can really change uh, the interaction and uh, also our uh, type of business with our customers and that of course at the end results in a big big business opportunities for them and for us uh, in the next years
0: Uwe. Thanks a lot for the discussion Uh, was very enlightening, Um, makes a lot of appetite to 2021. Um, We will include links and information about rise in the notes. We will also include again, the link to your LinkedIn profile where people can get additional information about your journey in all of that. Um, Thank you very much for being again, guest on this show. Um, I wish you again, a very good start in the year. Um, thank you very much Um, take care and stay of course healthy
1: thank you thanks Alexander happy to be here as always and uh, yeah Um, thank you and uh, wishing also also to you a good start into 2021 and also to all of uh, all of you listening to this podcast thank you very much thank you